0: Coming up. See, you, you. it ain't love if, if, if everything's always good. If that, you, cannot, you cannot rightly categorize that as love if it hasn't been tested. It hasn't been tested to deal with and overcome the bad because true love covers a multitude of sin. The Bible tells us that. Amen. And if you say you're loving and you haven't had to cover somebody's sin, ah, uh, <laughs> I would question I put a big question
1: mark on that love.
0: put a big question mark on it.
1: Hello and thank you for joining us on one by one the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It is extremely important for followers of Jesus Christ to know how to live out our faith, especially in midst of strong spiritual, emotional, intellectual and habitual forces that try to keep us from doing it successfully. Join Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn as they unpack some key and helpful principles from Apostle Paul's message to the churches in Galatia. Here is the fifth message in the series, Faith in Jesus Christ Alone, part one.
0: This is an important, all of them are important, but this is um, central to our faith and to our belief and to our walk in this life is that we're putting faith in Jesus Christ alone. And so I want to give you um, some things. Uh, Write this down on your paper. I want to give you some things that's going to answer the question. Write this down. What does faith in Jesus Christ alone do for us? That's the question we're going to answer which give some answers to what does faith in Jesus Christ alone do for us number 1 it delivers us from the curse of the law it delivers us from the curse of the law that that is that thing and I'll put it this way um, it's that thing in your life that you found was impossible to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at it like that. Um, since we didn't, we're not living in an age of the law, but for us, the law is whatever that thing is that we were attempting to do, particularly to have relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That was impossible to do. He just couldn't do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Failed at it over and over again. And so faith in Christ alone delivers us from all of the things that we found impossible to do. And that's that's relevant. Look at the passage here, Galatians 3 13. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who was hung on a tree. Mm -hmm. So Christ took on all of our failures, all of our sin, all of our wrongdoings. He took it on for us, paid the penalty for it for us. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to deal with it ourselves. All those times you struck out, you didn't get it done. You came up short. All right, <laughs> faith in Christ alone corrects that
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right it 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 takes that guilt away from you,
1: so all those times you're just beating yourself
0: all those times, yes, and you're
1: you're you're just disturbed by you know what happened and yes. and over and over, and you keep thinking about yes. it, and you know, yeah, yeah. all those times,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. it delivers us from our failures, yeah, and that sense of failure,, mm-hmm. amen. That's what it does. And that's an important thing. If you really look at your life, uh, you'll see, man, how that sense of failure, that sense of guilt and shame from coming up short mm-hmm. has impacted you.
1: Yeah. We, we all
0: have been impacted by it. Yeah. And so faith in Christ alone delivers us from that.
1: And that would be at least little thing, too. You know, yes. you made a
0: mistake you know something you did at work or something you made a mistake and that's right and and you keep kicking your you keep bringing it up you ask for forgiveness or you know the lord to help you out yeah. of it but you keep bringing it up in your head and right. you just you know that's the enemy just feeding just feeding that yep. and making you feel you know yep. bad about yourself absolutely And that's what the uh, children of Israel, as they were trying to keep the law, they kept coming up short with it and had to keep coming back with all these different sacrifices and and get all this forgiveness over and over again, just over and over again, over and over again. And uh, our faith in Christ takes all all that away, all that revisiting of our wrongdoings and all of that stuff and the shame and the guilt that comes with it, all the hassle that comes with it. Faith in Christ alone delivers us from it. That's a big deal.
1: Man, that is a big deal. It's a
0: big deal. The second thing that the uh, faith in Jesus Christ alone does for us is it frees us from the power of sin. It frees us from the power of sin. Galatians 3.22 says, but the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. It it says we are prisoners of sin and we receive, we got freedom and we got it only, only by believing in Jesus Christ. So uh, faith in Christ alone has given us the power to break free from those things that imprisoned us. And, and, and what it does is it overcomes or overpowers mm-hmm. those things that was imprisoning us. So when you think of the idea of being in prison, in prison, you're locked in, you're bound and you, you can't get out even if you try. So you didn't have the power to get out. You didn't have the power to press through. You didn't have the power to yeah. overcome your sins, whatever they were.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. It, whether it was in word, thought or deed, mm. Um, it, you didn't have the power you were imprisoned by. It. You ever been there? Can you think of something that had you bound and trapped yeah. faith in Christ alone gives us the power to overcome it come on top of it, get through it, get past it, get over it. Mm-hmm. Faith in Christ alone does that for us. That's a big deal too. Man. <laughs> All right. And yeah. cause when, you, when you feel, when you feel confined and suppressed and held down and held back, And all those other things, you just, it's like, I don't know what else to do. I I can't, no matter what I do, all the strength I try to muster up, I never can get over it. Faith in Christ alone gets us over those things that imprison us. Galatians 5, 1 and 13 goes on and says, so Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free Mm -hmm. and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. I want to pause here for a moment. So when you think about what it took for you to get free and how you used to struggle when you were bound, mm-hmm. Paul is trying to encourage them to stay free though. In other words, if you allow yourself, you can go back to bondage. Yeah, You can go back to the court. You can be imprisoned once again by the very things you broke free from whatever it was, if you're not careful. So, what what Paul is telling them hey your your freedom Christ paid the price for your freedom and got you free but you staying free is on you <laughs> mm-hmm. you that's your responsibility to stay free yeah. and this is actually your your means of sanctifying yourself or separating yourself so sanctification is our responsibility god gave god's responsibility responsible for giving us the power to overcome sin But it's our responsibility to continue in freedom and to continue to grow in that freedom. That's our responsibility. Mm -hmm. And the text reads on here in verse 13, it says, for you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Okay, now, not only did Paul tell them that that them, them remaining free was their responsibility, he also gives them a means to do it. He didn't leave it up to their own imagination to figure out, how do I stay free? How do I stay free? He gave us some specific things in this text that we can do to stay free. First of all, he says, don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Yeah. So let me take, give, give you an example of what that might look like is that say you were, you were bound to, um, uh, w- one drug, you know, whatever it might be, you were bound to it. It had you locked and then you break free from that. Now don't use your freedom to get bound by another one yeah, or bound by something else. Yeah. Okay. Don't go, go don't substitute. One set of set of bondage for another set of bondage. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying here. so don't okay, now I'm free from that now I can just go ahead and let my eyes roam and <laughs> let my <laughs> look at whatever I want to look at, hear whatever I want to hear, do whatever I want to do because I'm free of this now right. because what will happen is that will bind you. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful desires. And so don't say, I overcame this desire and don't let another's desire rise up in you um, or the same desire manifested differently. And it binds you and it will. So we really have to be diligent and careful about that. Mm -hmm. And so he says he told us he tells us what not to do, not to use your freedom for um, to satisfy simple nature. And then he goes on and tells us what to do. So he's given us what not to do and what to do. He goes on in this passage and he says, instead, use your freedom mm-hmm. to serve one another in love. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. This is why you need a church family. Mm-hmm. You need a church family. Yeah. It gives you an opportunity to serve someone else and to love someone else Mm -hmm. okay and you serve and love each other It, it helps us it helps us replace and properly use our freedom that god has set us free from and we can now serve and love together it's important to do this. I can't, I can't emphasize it enough. It's important to do this. Too many believers don't don't they want to be part of, say they part of the God's family, but they're not connected and they're not serving and they're not kept connected where they can exercise love and then they're not serving to demonstrate that love. Mm-hmm. And that means sacrificing, availing your time, talents, and your treasures, and all of that, giving of yourself for someone else in love. And in love is through the good and the bad when they make when that person upsets you and when they say something to offend you, you're supposed to still love them. Yeah. See, you, you, it ain't love if 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 everything's always good. If that, you cannot you cannot rightly categorize that as love if it hasn't been tested. If it hasn't been tested to deal with and overcome the bad because true love covers a multitude of sin. The Bible tells us that Amen. And if you say you're loving and you haven't had to cover somebody's sin, uh, <laughs> uh, I would question, i put a big question mark on that love. Mm. Put a big question mark on it because you ain't, you ain't used it. Ain't, it hasn't done what it's meant to do. It ain't, it's not covered sin. But when you find yourself able to look past somebody's fault, you know, you know that you must really care about that person. Yeah. Okay, you must really love them. Yeah. And so Paul gives us the, gave them this instruction. And then to put with that in his letter to the church in Ephesus, he says here in Ephesians 2.12, uh, Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I am away, it is even more important, work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Amen. And so Paul here, King James says here, work out your own salvation. And so he's telling them here that work hard at, at, um, displaying the fact that you've been saved and showing the results that you've been saved and showing the results that you've been set free, work hard at it and, and fear God deeply. Um, and revere God deeply. That's what he's Amen. saying here. Amen. And the third, the third thing that, Faith in Jesus Christ alone does for us is this it makes us right with God It makes us right with God now this point this may be the third time in the series That this was part a point in one of the messages Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly and this is in critic is critical I, I keep bringing it up because it's relevant to all of the messages and it and how it manifests itself and so it makes us right with God now this speaks to your relationship with God This is what it speaks to it speaks to your relationship with God and it says Galatians 2 16 says this Yet, we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ Amen. We know that that's how a person is made right with God mm-hmm. All right again, this speaks to your relationship with with god and why is it so important this is why this is one of the reasons it's so important um because this helps us when our relationships with others go wrong and they will you all hear what i'm saying when your relationships with others go wrong and they will you can have confidence and know That even in that very moment that your relationship with someone else is wrong, that your relationship with God is always right. Amen. Okay. So you're never relationship barren. You're never without relationship. Mm -hmm. That's important to feel, to always be able to feel the sense of relationship. Cause with us, I mean, my wife and I, sometimes you know, sometimes uh, there's a, so sometime, <laughs> uh, sometime there's a cow sitting right here in front of us, between <laughs> us, right here, cow. What I mean by that, sometimes there's just a big serious beef. <laughs> <laughs> There's sometimes there's just serious <laughs> there's beef, serious beef between good, us. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I had no idea where you're going with the cow. I didn't even know. That's good. that's good. And so we have to cut that cow up and tell him to tell him to shoot, tell him to move to shoot. <laughs> we tell them move to shoot. You know. We have to tell them who to shoot and um, get, through, get that cow out of here and get rid of the beef. It happens, but never will the cow come between you and God. See, and that's the, that's the confidence we can have in faith in Christ alone, that our relationship okay. with God is right, is always yeah. right. And your relationship with everybody, every other relationship in your life will go bad at some time, will go wrong. Not not that it ends, but it, right. it gets to There's a place yeah. of having a cow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and so we, we got to do that. So understanding that faith in Christ alone does that, it makes you, it makes you relationally right with God. We got to seriously understand that. The fourth thing that faith in Christ alone does for us is it makes us true children of God. It makes us true children of God. Galatians 3:26 says for you are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, real plain, real simple, right? All right? Oh, okay, and so we just need to know that, that that we are a child of God. Amen. Um it's significant. And see, one of the these things do this this one of the, one of the things that this does that no matter how old we get, no matter how old we get, there's a longing for us from a child. We have a, a child like longing. Yeah. Okay. No matter how old we get, we have a child like longing. One of the most moving. um, Parts of what unfortunately happened um, to George Floyd. Hmm was when he started calling for mama. That touched so many people. I I, I would have to especially say- Especially as mothers. Especially mothers, <laughs> yeah. I, I think Ooh. I can safely say it touched Ooh. millions of people mm. to see him just before he died, to call for mama. It It's it, it, just an example of how we have a longing we have, we all have a childlike longing. And so to know that we're children of God and that we can say to our, to God, our father, we can say, Abba, father, that we can just be that innocence, open, that innocent and open hearted, um, um, child. Yeah daddy daddy papa Papa, yeah (laughs) where we don't we don't have to put on this this false pretense of of uh being bigger and and responsible and mature and all that we can just come to god as a child Mm -hmm. this helps satisfy that need that we all have that longing that childlike longing that we all have Mm -hmm. we can we can go to god and i'm also reminded one of my favorite movies um Antoine Fisher in there the this this grown man who's in the service um he said he asked a question well, who's going to cry for the little boy I've been there sometime. I go there now who's going to cry for the little boy and all I'm saying And who's
1: going to cry for a little girl And too. who's
0: going to cry for the little girl exactly
1: I go there <laughs>
0: <laughs> And so I'm just saying that these are just um, uh, examples of our child our our childlike longing that we all have mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's all that is. And God is our father. He's our heavenly father. And he loves us in a fatherly kind of way. And also a motherly kind of way Mm -hmm. because fathers and mothers all come from God. When he said, let's make man, man in our own image. He wasn't talking about making males in his own image. He was talking about making humankind in his own image. So both male and female is in the image of God. So it all comes out of God and and his character and who he is.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. All right. The fifth thing um, that faith in Christ alone does for us is it makes us heirs to God's inheritance. It makes us heirs to God's inheritance. Mm -hmm. Okay. In other words, we have access to God's stuff. Amen through faith in Christ alone y'all get that we got access to God's stuff we're gonna talk a little bit about that in a minute but Galatians 4 4 through 7 says this uh, but when the, the right time came God sent his son born of a woman subject to the law God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children and because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father." Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. Amen. Amen. Think about that. You are heir mm-hmm. to God.
1: You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert.
0: You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God,
1: and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. We have to stand up for it.
0: However it shows its ugly face and try to um, sneak in and add to what it takes to be saved. You know the, the type of music the denomination the all this other stuff that comes in to try to challenge that it takes more than just faith in christ alone we have to stand up and stand against all of that stuff amen that's what we have to do it's our legacy
1: thank you for listening